don't forget to be careful. You know, we talk about it all the time. That's the number one thing is to get there safely and get home safely and take care of everybody with you. And it's great with these rising temperatures this week. There are going to be a lot of people out there on the road, uh, not quite uh, back to pre-pandemic levels yet, we don't think, for auto travel, but certainly close to 50 million people will be traveling uh, on the roadways over the next four or five days. So really time for heads-up driving. Kevin, and heads-up, and that's where I wanted to go next. Let's talk about distraction accidents. It accounts for a high percentage of accidents, and there's going to be a lot of things going on in these vehicles, from food to getting everyone in place, a lot of chatter going on. Pay attention to the road, and I thought maybe you can touch on that for me. Yeah, and just about everything you talked about there is cognitive distraction, and that's really where the issue is. And that's why when people think, well, I don't use my, I don't pick up my phone when I'm driving and those types of things, uh, it's a misnomer because when we get distracted cognitively, that's when we really start to lose touch with where we are on the, on the highway, on the roadway. And there are so many things that distract us. And the driver's primary purpose is to, you know, get you there safely. And a good co-pilot can handle those other jobs for you. And so it's increasingly important to not take full advantage of the distractions of the in-vehicle apparatuses and everything. They're there to help you, uh, but don't let them distract you. Yeah, and Kevin, you've talked about safety a couple of times here, texting and phone calls. And I know a lot of modern conveniences and technology have set up the phones where you can have the conversations, both hands on the wheel, but it's still a distraction. And texting is real high when we talk about distraction causes for accidents. It is. It's again, it's that being your mind being taken away. If you think about being on a phone call and it's more than the conversation you have, it's uh, thinking about, uh, you know, the outcomes. If it's a work call and you're distracted by the pressures of work and those types of things. So it's not really just about not having your hands on the wheel. It's about having your eyes and your mind on the road. Kevin Thomas is with us. He is the president of Akron AAA. So before we pull on out of that driveway, Kevin, how about some items, maybe a little checklist from AAA's point of view that we should look at? Well, know where you're going first and know what the opportunities are for savings along the way. You certainly want to, on you know, these longer travel weekends, you know, make, make life easier for you. Have your route planned with a triptych or uh, with your devices that have the pre-programmed destination. Get yourself an easy pass. Make sure that you have water and food and snacks in the car in case things do go wrong. Uh, and make sure that you're prepared for that as well in case you are broken down on the side of the road. And also be very considerate of those people that are having difficulties on the side of the roadway and slowing down and moving over. It is the law in Ohio. It's the law in every state to move over if you can for emergency vehicles of any kind, including tow truck drivers on the roadside. But give that courtesy to other motorists as well. Uh, It's so dangerous out there. We lose about 24 emergency respondents a year on the side of the road for people trying to give help to motorists. So let's be courteous. Uh, It's not the wild, wild west out there. Uh, Be defensive drivers, not aggressive drivers. And, Kevin, the phones can help you in these situations, too. If you're on the road and you, you lose a tire or something happens and you have to pull on over, that's where the phone, to me, is a must to put on the packing order. 
It is. It's it's an essential item, and we all have them, and we all use them, and know who to call if it's uh, if it's us with your membership or a, another your insurance company or whoever that might be. And you you know uh, talked about changing a tire. Uh, do you happen to know if your car has a spare tire? A lot of people don't realize that newer vehicles don't all come with a spare. So uh, you might break down and think, well, I'll get the spare out. And, well, there's no spare there. And now what? So uh, make sure you know how to service your vehicle for those emergencies where you can intervene and not need to call somebody. Uh, but don't expect that it's always going to be there. He's the president of Akron AAA, Kevin Thomas with us. Kevin, back to those statistics you mentioned. A lot of people will get out on the road. What are you hearing as far as traffic patterns in and out of Ohio, specifically Akron, possibility of delays, construction? What are you hearing from AAA? Well, the roads uh, around uh, Ohio are in pretty good condition with construction and everything, and we all know that things change kind of daily here in Akron with what we're having on the highways and those good workers that are, are making those roadways better for us. Really what you can expect is um, if you're planning to head out, uh, Wednesday is, is kind of D-Day for the busiest time. Uh, between uh, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. on Wednesday is when a lot of people are getting their jump on the travel. And, of course, that's going to be most congested between 3 and 6 on on those days but it's going to be your major corridors and your major thoroughfares through and out of uh, the major cities that are going to give you the most difficulty in terms of congestion kevin and when we talk about safety let's not leave out the child seats you've been an advocate of this you and your brother brian for many many years have stressed that you do clinics you do drive-throughs talk about that importance and make sure that seat is done and buckled in right AAA was really in the forefront of this, and it's not something that you conquer because there's always uh, new sets of parents and new sets of uh, wonderful children, and you really have to take the right steps, know what the laws are to protect your children, what are the right seats, where are the right places to have them seated in the car. And uh, it's, it's frankly very easy not to do all of those things correctly. So know who to reach out to. Uh, know how to reach out to Safe Kids at Children's Hospital, find advocates and supporters to help you do those things correctly because you want those people seated, safe, and secure for when that crash happens because it's an eventuality. Um, it's more of a likelihood. And, and this isn't just about when you're getting on the road for a long Thanksgiving drive. This is every day because most of your crashes happen within just a couple of miles of your home because that's your most frequently driven routes, and that's where that's where you're likely to have that occur. So it's an everyday, every drive thing. Kevin, a couple of things I wanted to ask you. Let's let's talk about baby cradles when they lock into those systems. What is the weight, age, size where the baby cradle should be aimed facing forward compared to facing backwards? Well, child safety seats now, um, and you also should always consult your physician, but they should stay rear-facing uh, now they're recommending for the first two years. And a lot of the seats now accommodate uh, rear-facing and then turning to forward-facing, and some of them now, uh, or a lot of the seats will then convert into a booster seat where they should remain uh, on, in a booster until they're 8 years old or 80 pounds. So, you know, this is, this is the first eight years of the child's life that you need to be really engaged with their behavior and their uh, what they're sitting in uh, in the by traveling by car. 
Yeah, and, and to keep them safe, and that goes in line with when is the weight or the age, and I think it's more weight, when a youngster can start sitting up front with, say, mom or dad or brother and sister when they're driving. What are those specifics? You know, really, you're, you're, again, you're looking at that period when they've graduated from a booster seat, when that's, um, you know, a, a seat that is appropriate behavior of younger children puts them potentially into the areas of where a uh, airbag would deploy. So you really want to be able to have a child that's sitting uh, with their head resting on the, on, you know, on the headrest of the vehicle. Children that are smaller that are slipping under seat belts or up into the dashboard area of the vehicle uh, get into really dangerous positions with airbag deployment. Perfect. Kevin, and one other final question for you. What about the returns? Uh, you mentioned how busy it's going to be on Wednesday. Is it Sunday evening? Is that the big return night? Uh, what do you hear on that? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday, Ray, both from 4 to 8 p.m. are are the big busy times coming home. So if you can get out a little bit ahead or behind those times, you might do yourself a favor and miss out on some of that congestion.